0: Misfits Audio is somewhat proud to present The Administration, a series... Hold it! Hold it! Right there! Stop everything! And can that music! Mr. President-elect, what are you doing? Putting a stop to this. But you interrupted my introduction. So? Well, without it, the people won't know what they're listening to. Big deal. I agree with you that it isn't a matter of earth-shaking importance, but it is my job... Unless I fulfill my duties, I'm likely to get in a great deal of trouble. With who? The writer? It's entirely possible.
1: Don't you worry about him. The guy's a pushover. You shouldn't say that about him. Why
0: not? He wrote it. Oh, yes. You have a point there. However, I must finish my opening announcement. It needs to be said. Oh, all right. I'll do it for you. How's that? It's a bit unorthodox, but I suppose it'll do. I'll get paid the same. Okay. <clears throat> <clears throat> the
1: administration is written and created by Mike Murphy. Uh, but for this episode, I contributed some lines. <laughs> it stars Joe Stofko, that's me, as President-elect Richard Duncan, and H. Keith Lyons, heck of a guy, as my chief of staff, Murgatroyd. Uh, this is the fifth episode. Um, uh, what's it titled? the jitters oh boy murphy's got that right you're nervous sir very observant darn right i'm nervous do you realize that in less than one week i'm going to be sworn in as president of the united states i
0: am well aware of that fact well i'm nervous i think every sane person on the planet is you're not helping me I didn't vote for you. Swell. And helping you is not part of my job description.
1: You do it very well. Where the heck is Murgatroyd?
0: You're expecting Mr. Murgatroyd here, at your home, at this hour? That's right. I called him about 30 minutes ago. He said he'd be right over. I'm sure he's on his way. Easy for you to say. Actually, it was. It was only six words, and I am a trained professional.
1: What are you doing in my house, by
0: the way? I go wherever the script takes place. Your office, your press briefing, your home. I suppose if we have an episode in the future that takes place on Mars, I will be on the rocket. Is
1: going to Mars part of being president?
0: No, it is not. Oh, good. My teddy
1: gets sick on a ferry boat. Bad for Mr. Woggles, but
0: good for interplanetary relations. That must be Murgatroyd. I'm sure he will be in a fine humor at this early hour. Couldn't be helped.
1: Come in, Murgatroyd. What's wrong? You you said this was urgent. It is. Are you ill? No, I'm okay. Then
2: what's the problem? I don't want to say in front of him. The announcer? Yes. You don't have to worry about him.
1: I don't? Certainly not. Oh, good. Uh, let's talk in the kitchen. I'll make the
2: tea. This is America. We drink coffee. I will make
0: both. Uh, decaf for Mr. Duncan? Please. I want to get some sleep tonight. <laughs>
2: He's still here, Margitroyd.
0: True, but he does make really good coffee. Thank you, sir. You should try my Earl Grey. Can you keep a secret? I can try, but I am the announcer. I announce. Please get on with it, sir.
2: What's the problem? Why am I sitting in your kitchen uh, drinking great coffee at a quarter to three in the a.m.? (sighs)
1: I... I can't go through with it. I'm sorry? The inauguration? I've changed my mind. I don't want to be president. You can't do that. Why not?
2: Let the guy who's in there now stay there. He can't. He's done his two terms. He has to leave office at noon on January 20th. Says who? The Constitution. You need to calm down, sir. You you just have a Bad case of the... the jitters. You're darn right I have the jitters.
1: Even Mr. Woggles isn't calming me down. I'm sorry to hear that. I wish my wife was here. That, that makes, makes one, one, of, one of, us. of us.
2: Where is Mrs. Duncan?
1: Minneapolis. Why? She's getting an early start on her anti-littering campaign. She's been gone for a week. Must be pretty dirty there. In Minneapolis? Uh-huh. What's the problem?
2: In 2010, Minneapolis was voted the cleanest city in America. Well, just like her to pick the easy way out. Oh, maybe she figures that she'll start small and build up. Be. Oh, what's wrong? You seem distracted.
1: What do you mean?
2: Well, out of focus.
1: But these are new glasses. I just shelled out... Not the glasses. You,
2: you, you seem out of focus. <laughs> Is something wrong between you and... Mrs. Duncan.
1: Well, Murgatroyd, I don't mind telling you man-to-man, man, of course. Man-to-man-to-man? To man to man. Okay, you can listen too. Oh, I'm overjoyed. Ever since I got elected, the Mrs. just doesn't seem to have much time for me, if you know what I mean. I do. <laughs> Shh.
2: I'm sure it's just that she's <laughs> very busy with her anti-littering campaign.
1: In Minneapolis?
2: Good point.
1: She's never been the most uh, affectionate woman, but uh, lately she hasn't had any time for me at all.
2: I'm sure that will change once you're sworn in. Uh, I've heard from several of my Washington friends that many women consider power a real aphrodisiac.
1: I hope so. Lately, I've become convinced that my Dorothy thinks that sex is a number between five and seven.
2: <clears throat> well, sir, I can't really help you with that matter, but maybe I can allay some of the fears you have about the big day. Uh, let's try to break this down. What are you most nervous about concerning the inauguration itself? I do have that big speech to deliver. <laughs> Not to worry. The boys are writing that now. All you have to do is deliver it. To where? Uh, what? I hope it's not far away. I'll only have 30 minutes or less. I meant read the speech. Off the teleprompters. It'll, it'll be done beforehand, so you can practice.
1: Well, that's good. Practice makes... What does it make again?
0: Perfect. Practice makes perfect. Of course. You would know. How perceptive of you.
2: Is anything else in particular worrying you?
1: That uh, oath of office is kind of long... How will I know what to say? What if I
2: forget? Mrs. Duncan will be with you, holding the Bible, and the Chief Justice of the Supreme Court will swear you in. Just repeat everything he says and you'll be fine.
1: Word for word?
2: Uh, Pretty much. Uh Uh-oh. I'm no good at ad-libbing, Murgatroyd. Don't be nervous. All you'll have to say that the Chief Justice won't say is your name. That's it? That's it. The Chief Justice will pause, so you can say your name, and then the oath will continue. How do you want to be sworn in, anyway?
1: As quickly as possible.
2: No, your name. I I meant your name. How do you want to say your name? I suppose like I always have since childhood. No, I I mean, do you want to be sworn in as Richard Duncan, or or maybe Dick Duncan?
1: What have other... President's done.
2: Well, it's up to the President. Some have taken the oath very informally, like Jimmy Carter. Uh, Some have taken it more formally, maybe by putting in their middle initial or middle name. Uh, What is your middle name, anyway? I...
1: I don't want to use my middle name during the oath. That's up to you. Is it an
2: embarrassing name?
0: Ask Mr. Murgatroyd. I don't know if
1: I'd say embarrassing exactly... You see, when I was born, my parents both agreed that I would be named Richard. But they couldn't decide on a middle name. I understand. My mother wanted my middle name to be Milton, after her father. My dad wanted me to be named Arthur, after his father. And my big sister wanted my middle name to be Leonard. Um, why? Because she hates the name Leonard. She figured it would be easier for her to hate me if my middle name was Leonard.
2: You never have had the best relationship with your sister, have you?
1: No. When I was one and she was four, she decided to have my baby shoes bronzed as a gift to Mom and Dad. That sounds like a nice gesture.
2: What was wrong with that?
1: She never took my feet out of
2: them.
0: It sounds like she
2: bears watching. She certainly does. (sighs) A vindictive big sister. I'm sure she's grown out of it. Right, sir? No, but she has
1: gotten more refined... For my last birthday, she sent me the new Ruth Ambrose mystery novel. That sounds like a very nice gift. Not when you tear out the last chapter that tells you who committed the murder. Getting back to your middle name.
2: How did your parents make their decision?
1: They wrote all three of the names on slips of paper and put them in a hat. Then they let an impartial party, uh, the mailman, pick from the hat to decide what my middle name would be.
2: And what is your middle name?
1: Six and seven-eighths. Oh, boy.
0: Misfits Audio has presented Episode 5 of The Administration, written, created, and produced by Mike Murphy, with script help for this episode from Joe Stofko. It starred the aforementioned Joe Sofko as Richard Duncan, and H. Keith Lyons as Murgatroyd. The assistant producer was Captain John Tadrzak. Post-production was accomplished by Roy Spearman. Original music was composed and performed by Sam Wu. Please visit his website at the61.com forward slash Sam1010. The art director is Stephen Sash Scott. The webmaster is April Sadowski. This has been a production of Misfits Audio, copyright 2012, all rights reserved. This is Terry Cooper speaking. Well, listeners, the next episode will take place on the big day, January 20th. In fact, it's entitled The Big Day. In our next episode, Richard Duncan becomes the President of the United States of America. God help us, sir. That's my
2: aspirin. I always bring it with me. Let go. Oh, dang,
1: child safety caps.